Hello, welcome back to the Chattahoochee Podcast. It's good to have you back. Episode 24. Man, we're, we're really getting up there. Can you believe it? Kinda. <laughs> kinda? 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 I mean, we have been doing this for a little bit, so it's <laughs> not like unbelievable, but still. A little bit. <laughs> we had a little mini vacation there for the holiday weekend uh, last week, so... Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys also had a um, a good, fun time. And also, just being an adult, which I know that uh, most of our listeners, according to our demographics, yeah. are, you know, grown adults. Yep. So y'all understand what yep. it's like. Cardboard AJ shaking his head. Yeah, he yeah. agrees. Yeah. yeah. He's checking the reports. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. <laughs> Did you do anything fun for the holiday? We, um, some grilling, anything sadly, I didn't do a whole lot of grilling. I didn't we didn't either. We really just did a bunch of working. Yeah, like, I don't know, than that. I don't know, but even at a like a holiday, yeah. we just worked all week. I cut loose a little bit and let my inner papal roam. There you some go. Yard sales. Yeah. But, well, yeah. There you go. Other than that, pretty chill. Of- <laughs> yeah. We just did a lot of, um, just dadding around the house and yeah. stuff like that. Getting that working man's PhD, you know, still hey, hey. getting it honest. I still don't have, I've been testing myself to see if I can get the bike fully put together before the <laughs> end of the song. And then Roxy's like, why is my bicycle torn apart? Yeah. It's, it's in like, 27 pieces. Like, Daddy's it didn't trying. even come with that many pieces. Like, <laughs> it's daddy stuff. Like, hey, it's a long, hard day if you want to get it done. <laughs> daddy stuff. <laughs> and now we're back. And uh, who better to cover on this episode back than one of our, I know one of mine, and I think yeah. probably oh, yeah. one of yours too, one of our favorites, Leanne Womack. Yeah, laying down the law. Laying down the law. L-A-W. L-A-W. W. W. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking forward to this episode for I mean, a long time now. Yeah, this one, I'll tell you what, uh, as I'm sure as we'll find out, it was... This is a hard one to put songs in order for, man. There's she has a lot of great tracks that I love a lot. It's true. I didn't have so much trouble with the order as I did like having to leave songs off. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, dang. Like I I hate to have to leave some of these songs off, but there's only so many slots. Yeah. You know? So what can you do? Just do the best you can. Just, just get that work at men's PhD. Trying, you know? trying. Just work. Just you really just, we didn't have to miss last week for an episode. We just took off because you've been working on that bike. That's all it. Week. Yeah. That's it. Listen, I've, I've got to get this thing put back together. Yeah. Get a certificate in the mail signed from Aaron Dupree Tippin. It's work an autographed photo. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and do yourself a favor because yeah. we had a lot of fun on that one. And if you did listen to it, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, when, when we get set up with some new merch, we'll have to use the code working man's PhD for some <laughs> for a discount <laughs> off of a brand new Huffy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a Spotify affiliate link. If you go and buy a, a mongoose bicycle with yeah. the pegs through our link, we'll get three percent back to our account yeah <laughs> it's got it has to have the pegs though yeah limited edition aaron dupree tipping <laughs> mongoose coming this summer only where do i sign 
need it. A holder on the handlebar for your mustache, Goma. I almost spit my iced coffee out. I was taking a big swig out of my Dollywood cup when Caleb said that. Speaking of, I messed up. I should have brought my newly acquired Opryland USA drinking cup I found recently. That's a jewel. Yeah. That's a gem. That's the diamond in the rough. It's like drinking out of a time machine, basically. (laughs) Every sip just has a little bit of a country twang about it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, Caleb, if um, if our listeners are hearing this on the day that it premieres, it is June sixth. It's Monday again. It sure is Monday. Yeah, you know? Beautiful day. Hopefully, we'll see. Sure is Monday. You know, verdict's still out. We'll see. But uh, would you like to talk about what happened this day in country music history? I most definitely would. Well, let me tell you, there is some good stuff and a. Um, a little surprising one at the end. So let's uh, let's start back in 1971. Lynn Anderson, which you know you might not uh, recognize the name at first, but uh, Lynn Anderson was at number one on the country music album chart with Rose Garden, title track. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden, and that is a that is a underrated song. It's so catchy, like it's a. Uh... An earworm song. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, I guess it was properly rated at the time because it was number one. Yeah. But, like, that that song still goes if you go back and listen to it. But, yeah, that one, um, obviously, on the top of the country charts, and it stayed there for five weeks. Rightfully so. That's a great song. Yep. Transitioned over to the, uh, the pop charts and gave her a Grammy for Best v- Female country vocal performance i can see that easily grammy worthy for certain good song very good okay let's uh fast forward a couple years 1974 rca records released i will always love you by dolly Parton. one of the best songs of all time one of the best days in history probably too right yeah yeah so that was the second single from her uh, 13th solo studio album. Obviously, Dolly Parton, if I didn't say that. You know, if you've been living under a rock since ben. 1973, you might not yep. have known that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there she, uh, if you don't know the story, she wrote the song to Porter Wagner, and it was like this whole thing. But, uh, yeah, you guys can go back and read her book or any of the other thousand accounts of that whole yeah. way that went down. But she said it is possible. She don't know for sure, but it is possible that she wrote that and um, Jolene in the same night. Can you believe that? Just nothing, just in between dinner and bed, you know, no yeah. big deal. Just I mean, let me sit down and scratch out a couple songs. Easy. You know, get some thoughts on paper. That's one of those ones that we should have put on the record that we sent into space on the Voyager. You know, like yeah, there's absolutely. other civilizations. I need to hear Dolly. You got all these aliens just crying in yeah. space. <laughs> I guess it's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a fun one. 1974, born on this day in Mount Clemens, Michigan, was Matthew Schaefer. You know what his actual uh, stage name was, though. 
Uncle Cracker. <laughs> Happy birthday, Uncle Cracker. Hope you and uh, your your arch nemesis, Pat Green, are doing... I mean, because we've talked about this. It's the same person. Yeah, they are the You've same person. You've never seen them in the same room together, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Happy birthday. Wave on Wave and Follow Me are basically the same songs, I feel like, too. Like, yeah. God, yeah. Have you ever laid them over top of each other, you know? No. Not Bat Green and Uncle Cracker. I'm talking about the songs. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just lay them down side by side. Can't tell the difference. Can't tell the difference. What was it? Uh, what was it? Uncle Cracker and uh, Kenny Chesney when the sun goes down. Oh man, I I got to block that out. Thank you for yeah, bringing that back. Yeah, yeah. Misery loves company. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. CMT used to wear that. Video when the out. sun goes down, I'll be crying my eyes out. And please stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Nineteen eighty, the movie *Urban Cowboy*, starring John Travolta and oh, Deborah ooh. Winger, opened in American theaters. The movie, which showcased Mil- Mickey Gillies Nightclub (R.I.P.), was a huge success at the box office, and its soundtrack included several major hits. Some bangers. I need to go back and watch that. I feel like for a long time early in my childhood, I felt like CMT just owned the rights to that movie because they played it <laughs> yeah, like every yeah. other weekend. This Saturday, watch Urban Cowboy on CMT. For the 30th time this year. <laughs> you know what? Uh, another, speaking of movies, a movie that I haven't seen, number one, nearly enough times, and number two, like not like recently at all, eight seconds. And that's uh, a phenomenal movie. I've been itching to watch that and Pure Country. Oh my gosh, yes. We I'm, watched both of those when we lived in Huntington. Eight seconds uh, and Pure Country. Petition an IMAX just to do a private <laughs> screening of that for me on a 30, yes. you know, on that huge screen. <laughs> it's like that meme. It's like, if I ever win the lottery, I won't tell anybody, but there will be signs. Yeah. It's <laughs> me and IMAX watching eight seconds of Pure Country back to back. Back to back to back. <laughs> and the Uncle Cracker Kenny Chesney music video for when the sun goes <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, loop them eight loop hours. Em. Today. I'll be here all yeah. week. Nineteen ninety four. Randy Travis released "Whisper My Name," mm. second single from his album "This Is Me," which became his fifteenth U.S. country number one hit. That was number one. That's crazy. Randy is a hit hit that, machine. That song's got big energy anyway, because he has a whole choir in there with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard music. <laughs> if if you haven't heard her Randy Travis episode yet, go back and listen to that yeah. sucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. It's a good still. one. Though. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I think I found another culprit for uh, okay. Let me just let me just tell you first, and okay. then um, then I'll I'll make my case. Okay. Year two thousand, we know two thousand brings a lot of, you know, a lot of a lot of country that we Y two K changed things, yeah. It changed things. Well, in two thousand, Rascal Flats came on the scene, <laughs> released their self titled debut studio album, had uh, praying for daylight. This everyday love, I'm moving on. All songs from that record, mm-hmm. and I think it might be their fault. I think 
You think it's their fault? Really? I think it might be their fault. I know we we casted we inadvertently casted a little bit of blame on Shania, but it wasn't her fault. Oh no, no. I don't think it was her fault. But I think it was Rascal Flatts' fault. Wholeheartedly think that they ruined country music. <laughs> what are your top three reasons and why? And tell me what songs they are. <laughs> oh well, I just okay. Pray for daylight. Uh, okay. <laughs> Everything I just mentioned. Because, see, I think, like, Praying for Daylight is, I don't know, it's mm, somewhere in the middle. Like, it has potential to be a song, but at they the same time, also, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, Mayberry makes me want, so I'm sorry, Andy Griffith, but I want to burn that place to the ground when I hear that song. <laughs> just I, lyrically, oh, musically, I hate the way it's put together, man. I just don't. Who, man, it just, I want to stop. I'm getting real You upset. don't like just sitting on the porch drinking ice cold cherry coke yeah everything was black like this line's not running together correctly what you want to do is like just pause for no reason let's just do that and and obviously a lot of their stuff is like poppy country you know but some of it's just bad yeah like not even so much like like trace atkins country yeah. Just bad. Like the I'm out. Burning me is the coolest thing that I've ever felt. Come on. Come I'm on. Oh my goodness gracious. So uh yeah. I'm sorry if the sorry. members of which I think they quit. I think Rascal Flats might have <clears throat> I think the league guy does solo stuff now, maybe I think oh. what it is. Yeah. Sorry to all you Rascal Flats fans. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to my mom who used to burn that up in the year two thousand. I'm in sure. The car. <laughs> I'm sure you had no choice. Yeah. You had no choice. Praying for daylight. But ideally, the one song, if any of you want to listen to from them, is the uh, Life is a Highway. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. If only in the office that when Michael helps Holly move, that they listen to that version <laughs> that instead the of the version. original. <laughs> it would have made that, that whole scene even yeah, better. Yeah. More cringy. <laughs> I'll go back to Jan and I hate Jan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah if um the individual members of um rascal flats are fans of our show they they're probably not now but yeah, yeah sorry not sorry yeah no our feelings just i don't like it <laughs> it's just, don't, it's just <laughs> do you you know You're, who am i to say you made a lot of money but i just don't like it yeah i don't have to like it yeah i don't have to <laughs> I was praying they never have a reunion. They will. Not so much for daylight, but no reunion. <sighs> hey, I think Florida Georgia Line might be quitting too. <sighs> seems like fingers it's crossed. Yeah. Like, uh, seems like maybe they're like playing this summer. Maybe it's just me wishful thinking. Talk and, about like, healing America. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get high on loving you. Yeah. Lordy <laughs> mercy. Yeah, that might that might be the thing that yeah. really brings us all. I mean, we haven't had solidarity in our country since they came on the scene. If you yeah, I think they're it. kind of not I'm saying just, they're to blame. Yeah, but. Just, mm, Let's just know. see what happens, you know, after the fact. We'll see. <laughs> Still up in the air. We'll see. <laughs> well, that was it. That was that was June sixth. Some uh, what a day. good stuff. Happy birthday, Uncle Cracker! Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> 
I'm gonna put that in my phone so it reminds me every, every year. year. Every Happy birthday! I'm gonna just like be the try to be like the first person that tells him on Twitter. Yeah. I just I just figure that he has Twitter, but yeah, I didn't do that. Rand- <laughs> Shout out to my boy Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker. Do you did you ever wonder or have imagined in your head what kind of cracker he was referring to with that nickname? <laughs> I always just envisioned a saltine. Just straight to saltine. Like, yeah. Nothing I mean, fancy, you know, just... It ain't no Ritz. No. You know, he ain't no Captain's yeah. wafer, you no. know. Without any soup, he's, you know, like, saltines are kind of... Yeah. Yeah. It's salty. If you ain't got soup, <laughs> if you ain't got Vienna sausages and napkins, like, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> I want to clip that that whole, whole sentence you just said. <laughs> <laughs> What, what that's, that's my what's the what's this really all been about? <laughs> it's one of my uh, all time favorite Meredith Palmer quote, uh, quotes from the office. <laughs> so they bring her a Dundee, and she's like, "Come on in, I've got Vienna sausages and napkins." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like it's been a while since we've. Um, talked about anything new we've been listening to yeah and added any tracks to the newer the 90s we're on a pretty good run there for a while so you want to uh want to throw out some tracks you've been jamming i do have several that i've been um been really uh really jamming a lot here lately but um okay so you know how i said it was very difficult for me to pick leanne womack songs yeah. to not uh cut for my top tracks yeah. Well, I found a loophole. This. This might even, yeah. This might even be like a couple. This is also my here. loophole, so. Oh, great. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Because uh, I don't know. Can you think of a 90s-based country artist that, as their career progressed through the year 2000, consistently put out good country music? Not... Not as many as I'd like to. Like Leon Womack, yeah. Gary Allen. Yeah. Brooks and Dunn has had some stuff. Yeah. But um, a lot, that was kind of like the stopping point for the good stuff. Yeah. Like the really good stuff. Kinda, you know? Yeah. Like Alan Jackson has had consistently good stuff. Yep. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I feel as if she has stuff post 2000 that is just as good. Yeah. You know? So, um, okay, all that to say this. Okay, this, I'll, I'll, I'll preface by saying this is going to be a Leanne Womack based <laughs> newer than nice. Okay, okay. Not, not, mm-hmm. not totally. Okay. So, John Paul Watt, he's the dude with the long hair and the real pretty voice that sang for Civil Wars. Yeah, guys, you 2010s yep. music fans remember that they were really good, you know. But um, okay, so he does, you know, his solo stuff now. He has a song uh, he put this out a while back called "This Isn't Gonna End Well" with Leanne Womack. Oh, but that's a good combo. <sighs> it's good. It is very good. Like I feel like if they, uh, I thought Joy Williams was really good, obviously in Civil Wars. Yeah. But had it been John Paul White and Leanne Womack, still would have been really good. Yeah, you know, 
because they they sound like their harmonies together and stuff like that are just so good but yeah this isn't going to end well very very good track okay it's a good one um okay well i'll keep laying down the law i'll use i'll use my lee and my loophole here too sleep um from this is from our 2008 album call me crazy mm-hmm. last call fantastic country yeah, song isn't it? it's so good man it's just oh it speaks to me really though that record it's a, is a really, really good record yeah. there's a lot of good songs yeah, on very there. good record um but it's one of those songs where like she is trying to paint a picture mm-hmm. lyrically and she is painting a like i can you know like she puts you there like you can see exactly what she's singing about yeah and it's just man i love it so much very very yeah. good song yeah we used to jam that one quite a bit yeah. a whole lot okay so um so we're since we're talking about that call me crazy record there is a song in there called either way okay it's written by chris stapleton Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And he sings on the track, like he sings the backup. Okay, for the loophole here, I added his version of either way that he put on a record years later, yeah, like that for that volume one that from from a room from a room yeah. whatever volume one either way, and somehow his is even more sad than hers. It's just like stripped down to like yeah, who's acoustic. hurt you. Oh my gosh, it's good. But that's just such a co- solid country song, number yeah. one. And her version is great, but I figured for um, for this Mixing anyway. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Chris Stapleton, either way. That's a good one. I've got uh, one more Leanne Womack song and then some other tracks, but my last uh, Leanne song of Madden, post the year 2000, also from... The same album, Call Me Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, King of Broken Hearts, which is a song I love. That's very performed good. by you know the wonderful Mark Chestnut. But man, her version is also spectacular. <laughs> yes, like really, really good. Just like yeah, if if y'all have not encountered that album, Call Me Crazy, we're speaking of, take some time yes. and add that one to your queue to listen to because it's good front to back. Another song we might have even talked about it on this this show before that is one of my favorites off of that record is Solitary yes. Thinking. Yeah. It is so good. It was almost to that one on here and it's like a fifty fifty swing <laughs> to where I like <laughs> last call more lyrically mm-hmm. and solitary thinking more musically. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fun musically. You got some like good like roads sounding yeah. keys in there. Love that. Like that. Very good. Okay, uh, let me see. I actually have two more of these actually, before. I, I got three more this time, so okay, I got a few. Great. So you're good, yeah. Great. Let's Let them just fly. keep talking then. Here we go. Okay, another post-2000 Leanne Womack on her, um, oh, what's that one record called? It's her most recent record, The Lonely, Lonesome, and the Gone, mm. that record. Okay, she, and we talked about this song on the John Anderson podcast, her version of Long Black Veil. Yeah. It is, is might be my favorite vocal performance of her. Really? Okay. That's, oh that's saying gosh. a lot. It, what, what we established, that was a Charlie Rich song originally, maybe? I want to say. And uh, obviously, um, John Anderson's version is fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. 
And I mean, it, I'm pretty sure it made my top tracks if I would go back and look. But um, yeah, her version of Long Long Black Veil is ridiculous. It's just like really stripped down musically. Mm-hmm. There ain't a whole lot going on because her voice You don't scary. need a lot. You no. just don't. No. No, it just kind of keeps it between the bumpers of the, um, you know, if you're at the bowling alley. Yeah. It's like, it's just musical bumpers. Yeah. And it's just her voice carrying. Still very full yeah. sounding, but it just it doesn't take a lot with her voice. And like her, her dynamics, like she goes like really, really soft on like the the falsettos and stuff like that here and there. But then she'll like bail it out certain lines. It's just good, man. It's so good. I'm excited to listen. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. So I've got one also from that newest Dolly Parton album that you Ooh. also added a newer than 90s track. I'm pretty sure at some point. Yeah. The Big Dreams and Faded Jeans. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm adding a song she performed with Ben Haggard, Demons. Oh, I haven't heard you it. You heard this? Yeah. I mean, oh, it is uh, is really good. Yeah. Man, I bet it is. Yeah. Um, he's good too. Dolly is Dolly. She yeah, doesn't right. disappoint, of course. Right. She sounds amazing. And Ben Haggard is surely his father's son. Oh, like, yeah. It is eerie to listen to. Like, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like, yeah. You feel like Merle is a second coming. He sounds so much like his father. But, very, man, them singing good. together is something that I always needed but never knew I wanted, you know. Like, right. It's good. So if you haven't heard that or much of that new Dolly album, spend that worth your time. I need to listen to the full record. Yeah. Because I've heard like just like the one or two tracks. Okay. What else? Uh, you got to say you got one more for us? I have. Okay. I'm going to mention two songs. Here. Okay. So already on this, this newer than 90s playlist, I mentioned a uh, a newer Willie Nelson track mm-hmm. that he had dropped. I think um, I'll Love You Till the Day I Die. Yeah. Okay, so he dropped the full record pretty recently, like last within the last several weeks. I listened to it the other day, and the whole record is really, really good. Like it's the best Willie Nelson I've heard in a long time. You know, yeah, which is awesome that he's like eighty-eight years old and can still like, bring in rock, the heat, like country heat. Yeah. you know. But um, okay, one song that. I think deserves to be on here is dreaming, which you guys just need to go listen to the whole record. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's so good. It's a, it's a really good, good listen front to back, but there's a song called dreaming again, which is really good. But, um, the one that I'm going to read some lyrics from is the title track, which is a beautiful time. And he's just talking about, um, just like being on tour and just loving being on tour basically. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of like, He's kind of like recounting touring like back in the day. Yeah. But also talking about kind of now, you know? I don't know. It's cool. So I'm going to read you some. Okay, here's the first verse. Drinking black coffee in a little motel lobby, waiting on the band to come down. Been traveling across Texas in a little station wagon and dragging a trailer trailer around. <laughs> So good. It's just like, it hey, I don't know if anybody can paint a picture better than Willie Delson. Yeah, he's you know? a master. Then, uh, okay, Chorus says, if I ever get old, which I think is, it's it's hilarious yeah. for him to say, you know, which it, that's another thing that he's been phenomenal at through his career. It's like, 
he can say some really funny stuff. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. And it'd be good. <laughs> yeah. He said, if I ever get old, I'll still love the road, still love the way that it winds. Now, when the last song's been played, I'll look back and say, I sure had a beautiful time. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's so good. good. It is good. So good. What else you got? Okay. Um, so, here and Dolly and Ben together, I was like, man, I just I need more to hear more Ben because I've been listening to a lot of Merle anyway. Mm-hmm. It's, this time of year is when I break out the Merle, it seems, it's traditionally. Um, and he does a version of his dad's song, which is one of my absolute favorite Merle songs of all time, which is what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Yeah. A live performance from like, it was a a live album that came out in 2017. That was like a Merle Mm. Haggard tribute where a bunch of people are on there doing a bunch of tracks, but that's how they open that show is that's the first track is him doing, uh, that song, Mm -hmm. man, like we'll have to listen afterwards because it is, it is powerful it is, is good. good dang i haven't yeah. heard that you have any more um okay a lot about the no more lee and womack songs okay i've got one more okay aj allows it aj he he's giving us the nod yeah. of approval yep <laughs> looking over the shades okay <laughs> so on, uh, I forget which record of hers it is. She has a song called Does My Ring Burn Your Finger, mm-hmm. which is a, it's just a wicked song. It's got like this, this sweet, it sounds to me just like a, uh, like a Telecaster plugged straight into like an, like an old Fender tube amp yeah. with like the, the vibrato and reverb crank. Yeah. And and you got that, but you also have like this sweet little mandolin lick in there. This is a really good song. Solid powerhouse vocals. But uh the version that I'm putting on here, there's a band we've also talked about on here maybe a long time ago. There was a it's a bluegrass band called Flat Lonesome. Oh yeah, we uh, yeah, we had uh, one of their it was the Patty Lovelist. Well no, what was it? We had what was the track we had on here? Um I know they covered that Dwight Yoakam song. I don't know if it was in that episode. It probably was, it was a Dwight episode, it. yeah. Yeah, so they covered Does My Ring Burn Your Finger? And it's just straight-up bluegrass style, which is... I'm for it. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, the vocals, in my opinion, aren't quite as good as Liam Womack because it's Liam Womack. Yeah. But it, their version is very good. Very, I'm excited to hear that because I love their cover of Dwight. Yeah, yeah. Got any more? I got one more. All right. One more here. All right. This is going to be, at, you know, you guys can go, go, please actually go search our newer than 90s yes. playlist on Spotify where we, all of this, by the time you hear this, all of these new tracks and all the old ones are going to be on this. Just hit shuffle on that bad boy yeah. and just let it eat, man. Just let yeah. it ride. A lot of good stuff, and maybe you'll find something that you haven't heard that you'll fall in love with too. You know, so. absolutely. So what you got? Okay, my last one is um, it's a cover of a song by Mike and the Moon Pies. Okay, it's called The Way. Okay, have you heard this? I haven't. Are you familiar with any songs called The Way? Is this ringing any bells? The Way. Yeah, think like think being like ten years old, ten to twelve years old. I'm drawing a blank. It's the cover of a song by a band called Fastball. 
uh-uh. remember that? Uh-uh. Yeah, the where were they going without ever yeah. knowing the way? Yeah. So, uh, story time. If if you're listening, we're you know around in such an area, you know, right before the, the new year or the year two thousand. Yeah. Um, once upon a time, uh, MTV used to play music videos. Believe it or not, it happened. and that was kind of like a main function of what they did so much so that they had a show called total request live where they would yeah. rank these music videos yeah and probably like 98 99 somewhere in there that was always like one of the most popular songs or <laughs> oh, videos yeah. at the time yeah. i don't know any other fastball songs but i remember that one that might have been the only one it might have been the only one yeah <laughs> um i mean their cover is good it's like a country and western kind of vibe about it Man, I bet that's and they have good. some really good uh like little harmonic pieces on the guitar mm. that just it's very true to the original, but they also do a great job of making it their own. What a cool idea! It is really good. Song. Yeah, I have to listen to that one. Years, I I guarantee I've heard that two hundred and fifty times at the park pool. <laughs> yeah, like the, I can't think about that song without thinking about Chief Logan Park Pool. Yeah, I don't know why. They must have really, really liked that. It was one. a popular song there for a few years. Yeah, yeah, that was probably. Uh, one of the ones in heavy rotation at electric 102.7, yeah. you know? Yeah. Works very well as a country song though. It really does. Dang. I can't wait to hear that. That's be good. Holy cow. That's it. That's a, there you go. That's, we haven't had a newer than nineties in a while, but there's y'all, uh, <laughs> a whole boatload of new songs. That's some really good ones. Some really good ones. So I guess we could, um, we could, recount a little bit of Leon Womack history. How's that sound? Yeah, you want to uh, start us off? Sure, sure, okay. So, uh, Leanne Womack, she was born and raised in Jacksonville, Texas, which I didn't know was a place. Yeah. Jacksonville, Texas. It's a big place. Yeah, yeah. So, she uh, she quickly developed a love for country music at a young age. Her dad was a radio DJ and would often bring her to work with him so you know she was exposed to a lot of classic country a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you know like your george jones and such you know a lot the addictive melodies and all that that you got on all that classic so she was just hearing that all the time when she would go to work with her dad so you know it was apparent from an early age that uh, country music had a firm grip on her so she, you know, as she graduated high school, she, in 1984, she enrolled at South Plains Junior College, mm-hmm. which was one of the first schools to offer a, a curriculum and degree for country music studies. How cool is that? If we could go back. If I could go back, yeah. If we could go Take back. Take me to country music college, you know. Yeah. We We're to graduate at the top yeah. of our class for the first school. time in our life. Imagine that the school <laughs> uniform is, you just have to dress like... Uh, Porter Wagner, maybe <laughs> Buck Owens, you know, You're not wearing your nudie suit. Yep. Back to back and change. <laughs> Even in gym, you know, you still got to wear it <laughs> very hot and uncomfortable, but it's worth it though. <laughs> so her stay there would be, we would be pretty short after a year. She picked up and moved to Nashville and attended Belmont university. So she, would study the commercial side of the country music business and even intern for MCA Records a little bit. It's a pretty cool gig. It is. I actually uh, saw an interview from, it was some sometime early on in her career, her talking about like 
like I hope that I'm around for a long time in this business because yeah. like not only did she love being a country music artist, she also loved the country music industry. Yeah. You know, which you don't hear very often. Usually it's like all the uh, the record labels of whatever the industry that artists don't always care for. Yeah. But you know, she I guess she probably understood it. Better for, understanding yeah. of the inner workings. Yeah, she understood it and enjoyed it. Yeah. So that probably helped her out in the long run. I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in 1990, she uh, she left the school before graduating to take time to focus on being a mom. Which, you know, we've talked about Jackson Sellers and uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Sellers, Sellers on yeah. here quite a bit. So, yeah, put two and two together there. So, yeah, that's... Just... All that... Hard work as a mother paid off because she also raised another successful country <laughs> yeah. country or rock and roll artist, however genre she wants to, yeah. to place herself in. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, she took some time off. And um, jump up to 1995, she would return to her love of country music, and she would start performing her songs at showcase concerts, demos for labels and such. Yeah. And in the kind of the vein of doing that, it would pay off that at one of those showcase concerts, uh, tree publishing, a company would come there and see her and kind of immediately saw the talent that she had and what she was capable of. So they picked her up and offered her a job to start writing songs for them. Yeah. And she'd even end up writing a song for, I think it was at Ricky Skaggs even ever um, heard of him, ever heard of him. <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> Cajun moon. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so from there, like it would kind of snowball in her success to where she would get the opportunity to perform for, uh, some MCA executives who fell in love immediately and they signed her to, uh, their sister label, which was uh, deck in Nashville. We've talked about that, that whole thing on here before the deck in Nashville. She wasted absolutely no time uh, releasing her debut album the following year in the spring of 1997. Immediately generating some buzz with the single "Never Again, Again, um, Never Again, Again." That one found its way onto the charts in the radio waves, uh, kind of building a lot of word around town about right. Leanne herself. Um, her follow-up single, "The Fool," would climb inside the top five on the country music charts. Understandably so. The same year, she would be nominated for the Horizon Award by the CMAs win top female vocalist from the Academy of Country Music and an award for Artist of the Year from Billboard magazine. So, uh, yeah, Dang. kind of a big deal Dang. right out the gate. How good is that first record? <laughs> it's so good. It Like, I can't, it's like... <laughs> it's so good. I'll probably tell you again later that I compare it to, like, um, the Clint Black debut album to where it's yeah. like, I love everything on there. Right. I can listen to front it front. To yeah, nothing worth skipping back. there. No bad songs. Yeah, Leanne Womack. Holy cow. And still doing it today. Riding bangers. Yep, still doing it. <clears throat> we tried to um, to get an interview with Leanne on the podcast, and um, she was like, sorry, I'm on my yacht from singing I Hope You Dance, yeah. and yeah. I'm just a little too busy. Sorry, guys. She's, but she was kind. She was like, "Hey, I hope you never lose your sense of wonder." Yeah, yeah. We felt we, you know. Yeah. <laughs> She's very sweet about it. 
super nice for the salt yeah. of the earth. She said, hey, if you boys get the chance to sit it out or dance, like you all should dance. Like, I mean, I hope you do. Yeah. She, <laughs> she was very gracious about it. <laughs> I wondered how long it was going to take for these, these puns to start. Yeah. <laughs> Call, before we get into our top track, so calling back. Uh, you mentioned her and her daughter, Aubrey Sellers. Mm-hmm. There's a video out there where you can see her and her mother perform Keep on the Sunny Side together. Really? It's really good. Worth wow. your time. Yeah. Have to look that one up. <clears throat> Dang. Before we bust into these top tracks, though, uh, yeah. as a lot of you know the format, we uh, rank our favorite tracks from these artists. Uh, we have t- five top tracks and we'll have a few honorable mentions or songs that we felt like we couldn't leave out that we just had yep. to include. Yep. Um, sometimes we agree. Sometimes we don't. And we cast stairs across yeah. the room. Listen, like every now and then cardboard AJ, he's got to get him between us. Like it gets out of hand, <laughs> but he never loses his composure. Yeah. I mean, he's, and he also never loses his sense of wonder. We're like, but... Hey, you, <laughs> We're sorry, Corbett AJ. Like, we owe you an apology. And he's like, that's right. (laughs) 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 But yeah, if you're uh, new and enjoying the show so far, thanks for joining us. I hope you like it. I hope you come back. Hope you leave us a review. If we leave out any of your top tracks for Leanne Womack or any other artist, Hey, reach out. Let us know. Let's talk about them. Let's include them on our playlist for all these top tracks. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited I'm, uh, for this. I'm curious to see what uh, what you got. So you, would, do you want to kick us off this I'll time? I'll kick us off. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. So um, from her debut record, which we have already said, mm-hmm. no bad songs. Yeah. This is a song that I wasn't really familiar with, but I have in the past several weeks gotten very familiar with it because okay. I can't stop listening to it. A man with eighteen wheels. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. It is so good. It is good. I mean, I know we 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 like to build bridges between songs. I mean, this is obviously a bridge to eighteen wheels and a dozen roses. If you listen to it, uh, yeah. I mean, this is an easy one. But uh, this is um, pre-retirement, Charlie. Yep. This is before. This is when he's still it is working. Prime, yeah. He's, like, he's still getting that working man's PhD. Yep. You know? He's still he's still at it. But um, number one, there is a sweet guitar lick, like that comes <laughs> in like halfway, like halfway through this first verse, and I think they like end the song with it too, which is a cool little musical callback. But um, there's a line in this. I bet I know what it is. His home away from home is in the house, house that, that Peter, Peter built. built. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. It's so it good. Is. I love a man with 18 wheels. So, yeah, that is my first honorable mention. What a way to kick it off. That's good. It's a banger. It's so good. <laughs> okay. Uh, first honorable mention for me. You'll never guess, but also from the debut album. Yep. You've got to talk to me. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 This one uh peaked at number two for her on the charts. Uh penned by Jamie O'Hara, who we know also for writing Grandpa. Tell me about the good old days. Man, this course is awesome though. Like it goes. It you ain't yeah. kidding. 
guitar licks, the mandolin accents, like yeah. it's got it all. I'm a big fan of this. Yeah. Wow. It's Just, good. It's, you gotta you gotta talk to me. You, know? you got to talk to me. So yeah, if you <laughs> haven't <laughs> haven't spun that one in a while, haven't heard that one, you should go listen. Yes. Very good. All right. My second honorable mention, which I guess will put me up at number seven. Mm-hmm. From the same record, first record, Make Memories With Me. With Mark Chestnut. Yes, yeah. This song, is it, it seems like an unlikely pairing, them two, because their, their vocals are just so different from one another, which I think might make it, that much better. Yeah. But like their harmonies together and stuff like that. Perfect. It's just such a good, um, it, it kind of reminds me of like a George Jones, Tammy Wynette kind of pairing, I can see that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, this is just like a good classic sounding country duet. Just like a, like it's, there's not much depth to it or anything like that. It's just a really solid yeah. country song. Very, That's a good very one. good. I like that spot. That's good. Um, Next one up for me. Once again, we're going back to the debut album here. Surprise, surprise. Uh, never a single, but a great track. Um, Trouble's Here. That is good. Yeah, it's, it's just a fun song. It has like that kind of like uh, Bayou beat. It has the accordion yeah. stuff with that. It kind of reminds There's a Sammy Kershaw song that it reminds me a lot of. I can't think of what mm. the, that track is, but I just love the way it's composed and put together. also love the way it opens up to where it's just her vocals there for like yeah. the first half of that line and everything bust in. Like, we know why you're here. Yeah, We're going to we, give you what you want. Let's go. Here. Let's throw down. <laughs> let's open up this pit. <laughs> Um, this one was co-wrote by Jan Brown, who was a member of Asleep at the Wheel, which has its origins in forming in uh, West Virginia. I didn't know that. Yeah. And a very popular track from them that I always attribute to uh, my older childhood years was they have a song in the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas yes. soundtrack, yes. which is uh, the letter <laughs> that Johnny Walker read. Yeah. Dear John, dear, please. <laughs> I had forgotten about yeah, that one. That's, that's a, a really one. good song, too. <laughs> Newer than 90s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not. That's good. <laughs> the letter that Johnny Walker is. It's yeah. good. I remember hearing that as a kid <laughs> playing that game. And like, this is a weird song, but I can't I can't turn it off. I love it. I don't know what it is. It just appeals to me. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. <laughs> okay. You got one more honorable mention? I do. And, um, surprisingly, it's not from the first record. What? Okay. From her second record, Some Things I Know, with Mr. Joe Diffie. Oh, wow. I'd rather have what we had. Did you go back and listen to this one? I didn't one? listen to this one. Dude, it's, it's really good. It's just really, really clever. And obviously, like, both of their vocals are fantastic, just killer. But, um, it's a cool little story it's 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 like um i guess initially they were sneaking around together mm -hmm. and that was when like i guess the relationship was fun and now in the the song they're kind of talk asking questions like what would you what what did you like better sneaking around with me yeah. watching tv with me de being tied down with me stuff like that it's it's just asking cool little questions like that 
and you know, then they resolve the course with "I'd rather have what we had." It's just, Ooh, it's, I like it's that. cool. That's neat. It's it's really cool. Yeah, that that one's good. Okay, so my last honorable mention is one that you've already mentioned. Okay, and it is a man with eighteen wheels. Yeah, <laughs> so good, man. Uh, yeah. I also marked a note to mention that line because it's so good like not only that might not only be one of the best lines ever but maybe just a portion of one of the best pieces of art in all of humanity like his home away from home in the house that peter built how genius how i bet they sold so many trucks move over game. picasso yeah <laughs> picasso who mac truck who yeah <laughs> but i do have a bone to pick with okay. um the worldwide website rotten tomatoes okay because this song comes from the soundtrack for a little movie called black dog black dog yeah uh and i was curious so i looked rotten tomatoes out of 100 this movie has a score of 10 really yeah really and if not everyone That's was baffling to me, you know, had the great viewing pleasure of seeing this movie. It features <laughs> Patrick Swayze, right. Meatloaf, <laughs> and Randy Travis. <laughs> I feel like you should get, you know, at least a sixty off the bat just for yeah, the cast. Right. Like, like you don't even need like a synopsis of the movie. Like, You're just like okay, it has those people. At least fifty yeah. percent. Like, holy cow! It could just be two hours of them sitting by a creek bank fishing in silence, and I'll be like, best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. This Patrick Swayze, than... <laughs> Meatloaf, Randy Travis, come on. This is a better silent movie than The Revenant. Yeah. This is great. And you get like, I'm pretty sure if I'm thinking right, you get like grizzly Randy Travis in that where he's got like some facial hair, which you don't yeah. see a lot. No, nah, it's, yeah. it's like seeing a unicorn or yeah. a shooting star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like having a holographic Charizard, you see. <laughs> That's a meme waiting to happen. I've got a holo- holographic bearded Randy. <laughs> He's in this model form, pre-gas station. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Since you're going to sell me them cigarettes, I said, sir, you have to come back with money and clothing. And clothing. <laughs> Please don't forget the clothing part. Well, those are some good honorable mentions. We didn't I think so. have yet to... Uh, sync up here anywhere yet but not yet i think it's coming yeah leanne brings us all together yep yep you want me to kick would you like to kick off the top five or would you like Won't me you to? go okay you're on a roll go for it okay um number five for me um that we broke we will say that we broke i don't know if you ended up with him but we broke the l- rules a little bit we and did. included a post 2000 album which is her i uh, hope you dance album because it's too good not to. Yeah, she came on late in the '90s and only had two album releases there. Right. So it I mean, is. We could have done it. Yeah. But there's We've, some songs that are too good yeah. to leave out. Like we, it took a while to get to this episode because we had to submit a lot of approval paperwork and get the AJ stamp of approval. So like, it's true. But we got it all done and yeah, it's allowed. So here we are. Don't don't come at us. Let's it's see. easy to break the rules when you're the one that's making the rules. You know. Yep. So yeah. it turns out way easier. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Yep. We appreciate it. <laughs> yep. So this one's from that album. Yeah. It's an epic ballad from that album. And it is Why They Call It Falling. Same. Yes. We did it. Woo. 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 Man. Great. 
great song. This is this right now is like Walk it's like walking on the ceiling. <laughs> it's like junk. This is such a good country song. Just a solid, yeah. solid country yeah. song. This one only climbed inside the top fifteen, and I think that's absurd. It is. Like this is a lot of her songs. I feel like should be number ones, and they are. Yeah. And I'm I want I want to write a letter to someone. Billboard, I guess. But I'm I'm yeah. upset. Yeah, we we've got some words. Yeah, this is a good song. Yeah, I just love the way it's set up to where it feels like they set you up to fool you the first time you hear it. Right, you're like, oh, this is a, a very sweet and like yeah song about someone's feelings towards another yeah. individual like oh i want this song yeah. played at my wedding yeah and then that last oh. verse Lynn's like let me pull this rug out from under you bud <laughs> like it's like a grave sorry gotcha kind of like a grave ah uh, man this is one of those that it had when i go back and listen to some of these artists you know there's some songs that you kind of just forget about a little bit yeah until you really dive in this is one that i had kind of forgotten about it's a really good Gosh, song. It's good. Like as as I've been like preparing my like top tracks and stuff for this episode, this song is one that I keep listening to like a bunch. It's really like yeah. I'm almost like surprised that it didn't make it a little higher on my yeah. list. But it's so so good. Wow, matching number five. We did it. We did it. We did it. I knew it was coming. Okay, I'll I'll throw another one out here. See if we hit again. See what we can do here. Um. From the album, Some Things I Know, mm-hmm. I'll Think of a Reason Later. We didn't sync up, but it's a great song. I will say that I'm a little upset that we didn't sync up here, but that might just be my family's redneck nature, you know, rubbing <laughs> off and bringing out unladylike behavior. I mean, it sure ain't yeah. Christian to judge a stranger, yeah. but I don't like her. No, I don't like it, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll think of a reason later. I digress. Uh, man, this I is mean, a good song. The thing is, though, I'm the salt of the earth and a real good dancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care how many blankets you handed out. I don't care for it that you didn't have this in the number four. <laughs> yeah. Once again, a song that peaks at number two, never made it to number one. Um, I just like how it opens up too with that riff, and like on the first yeah. run through, it drops in with the steel behind it, yes. and then on the next run through, it drops in with the fiddle behind it. Like good. clever, I'm into it. The whole song is just a good, clever, catchy track, and a learning experience. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure she doesn't like her. I think that was my main <laughs> takeaway is that she's not a big fan. <laughs> Sunday paper with her. Okay, what do you? What's good your? Number four. Number four, for me, a little past Little Rock. Oh man, it's a good one. I really like this song. It's got, it's got all the things that we love about not only nineties country but just country music. Yeah. It's it's a story. It has that sweet little baritone riff that dropped. It's just so, so, so good. Yeah. Like lyrically, like I think it has fantastic lyrics, but the, I think the chorus is what really does it for me. Cause it's just so catchy. Yeah. I'm a little past little rock, further down the line. It is so good. Too soon to know what's up ahead. 
Too late yeah. to change my mind. I'll tell you that that's my number three. So number three. Real close. Real close. Dang. Yeah, that one's amazing. That one, again, like, I feel like she was just cheated. Maybe not in this case because this one peaked at number two. Yeah. But only because it was sitting right behind wide open spaces. Well. Yeah. 97 was a big year for was a big the Dixie Chicks coming yeah. out. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, man, I'm also just real into that second verse where they kind of like drop the music out for that yeah. line. And it's just her vocals there for a yeah. second and then pull it like, it's kind of like it fades back in, but it fades back in really full mm-hmm. with the strings and stuff. Right. And it's just, it's awesome. I feel like that was kind of like, that was a, an uncommon choice. Yeah. As like in, on the production side of it. Like, I feel like for like a radio hit, mm-hmm. like, that was almost a little daring, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty different thing to they do. They really, I feel like, straddled the fence on being like, well, she has this big, powerful, emotive voice that doesn't need a whole lot behind it. Right. But, and then they'll throw a lot of times, like, some strings and stuff in there, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, man, it, it does. It pairs well with her voice. And it doesn't, right. it's not something where you're putting in a lot of maybe extra thumpy bass or percussion that's going to take away from her performance, too. Right. So, it works well. I love how, like, like even now, like, and I know we mentioned in our newer, newer the 90s and, like, this year 2000 record, like, she didn't stop making good country songs. No. And what's cool, I think, about, like, I Hope You Dance, like, the the record and her time after that, like, it had, like, a lot of commercial success, mm-hmm. obviously. Huge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they played this song at our National Junior Honor Society induction. <laughs> Don't know why I was there, but but they but they glad you were. That's all I remember about it. But um, <laughs> like she could have easily been like, yeah, let's just keep doing songs like that because mm-hmm. you know we talked about the yacht already. We yeah. talked about the dude, one of the dude that wrote on the song. We've talked at length about his yacht that he probably owns yep. because of that song. But you know, even though she was like, uh, I'm just gonna keep doing country music. Like yeah. She didn't stop doing country music. She yeah. just kept going. Like she is like unapod- unapologetically a country artist, you know? Yeah. I think I think that's cool. And I and I think it's cool that she kinda does what she wants to do. Yeah. When you have that talent, like Right. Do do it all. Whatever you want. Right. Like, like do you want to do a a weird little production thing on a little past little rock? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm a woman, I'll do whatever I want. Exactly. <laughs> Laying down the law. I am the law. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you want to swap around here since I had uh, my three was your, well, it's your three now, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is my three. It was three. your four and my three, so yeah. Right. But my three is a song that we that you have already talked about. You've got to talk to me. Oh man, that's a good yeah. It's up there for you now. That that riff, I've got to learn it. Is there some like modulation or there's effect? something yeah. going on there? And it climbs from like so high up to like goes down so low. It's just such a cool yeah thing. Like it goes musically. Yeah, but I I don't know. I I love the vocals on the song. I love um all the the cool little licks that they add like throughout the song yeah there's a sweet music break in it you know it's just good yeah whoever's singing back up with her too on those courses it sounds really good very very good (laughs) 
Solid pick. Top two. Ooh, okay. I don't know if we're going to link up, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's 50 50, I feel like. You know, like either these next two tracks will match, or maybe these next two tracks will be flip flopped. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number two for me. Go for it. The Fool. Oh, <laughs> that was close. It was close, yeah. It was close. Okay. Not to give anything away, obviously. But... <laughs> the fool. Yeah. Um. Here we are, circled back to the debut album, which is solid gold, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, has once again just barely missed the bar at a number one hit. It was number two again. This is crazy. Yeah. Where's I mean, like you're number two. You're you're making waves out there people right. are noticing you you're right. sure you're making a ton of money off of this single being played yeah but it's just more like i felt like if anybody deserves some number ones it's leanne yeah yeah, yeah. yeah man this is just a, an incredible song and it makes it even better i think that she takes what would be by all accounts an extremely awkward social encounter in yeah. real life right and somehow makes it into this absolutely heartbreaking ballad. Like that is an awesome song. It's like good. real life this situation happening now happening to be like, uh, uh I wanna leave. Uh, like uh, I don't wanna be here. Like And it's weird too, because it's one of those songs that I'd read that when she first heard the demo for this, she was like, Oh, that's a good song, but it's no never again again. So mm-hmm. but it ended up being one of her best songs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, just the story in that song is fantastic. Yeah. And you know what else? I think that um, had like Patty Loveless cut the song, it was still would have been amazing. Yeah, like yeah. I would actually like to, really like to hear that. You know? It's just one of those well-rounded songs where there's a, a quite a few people I feel like that could I'd like to hear cover this one that could pull it off. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the fool. Okay, my number two. Yeah. Never again. Yeah, again. What? No way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It, even though this song is like so country and almost a little bit bluegrassy at times, like with a ton of fiddle, yeah, it makes me want to run through a wall. Yes, when so those good, vocals yeah. open up with those like layered harmonies, holy cow! Like, uh, I feel like somebody's just tearing my world apart. Like it's just kind of like hit hits you that hard with how powerful her first few words are like just coming out of the gate with that song oh and it's like the little palm muted like the whole way through behind it yeah that's good like that's that's the best harmony i've heard since maybe queen yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) say it a lot can get a lee and womack does queen album yeah there we go there we go I'll listen to that. Well, you'd never guess, but that is my number one. What? Wow. We really spoke that. We just, we did flip flop. <laughs> we was close. Never again. Yeah. I really again. dig, um, how this one is very like authentic, classic country, classic bluegrass mm-hmm. vibes. Yeah. Like, and she just does it so well. The baseline in this song is great too. It is. Very it's real good. Middle's great. For Man. her initial single, it's wild that this one only charted at 23. That's like, I guess dumb. where she's That's coming dumb. out of the gate, but this is Gosh. truly an amazing song. Yeah. Like, you can't beat it. It is. 
Never again, again. It's also one of those tracks that just makes me grateful of like, you know, like kind of like what a time to be alive, you know, like getting to experience this artist. Yeah. Do their thing. Right. So, yeah, we were so close, but either way, great picks. Your number one would be? My number one, um, I hope you didn't know. <laughs> the Fool. The Fool. The Fool. I think this is one of the finer country songs ever written. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to put a number on it. So top ten best, top five best. Mm. One of the greatest country songs ever written. Yeah. It is so good. I Man. love it. And like you said, how awkward of a situation <laughs> yeah. for this. Just corners somebody in the bar and be like, by the way, uh, I don't know if you know who I am, but I know you. <laughs> and like, yeah. And like in each verse, she gets a little more abrasive. Mm -hmm. And like, <laughs> by the end, she says, just one more thing before I go. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> Please don't murder me. Hey, you don't love him. And that's a fact. She Girl, told you around. But that, that, what's the line say? You hold his heart in the palm of your hand, and mine is breaking in two. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Cut me deep with that one. I heard. I'm a fool in love with a fool. Still in love with you. And even, even though, like, the song itself and all, all these songs we're talking about, like, are so well written lyrically, like, her vocals are just like, just top notch like maybe it, it's kind of um kind of like you know vince gill or allison krauss like you could listen to them sing anything yeah you know like they can just sing any song yeah and that's that's how leanne womack is like just kill like one of my favorite female vocals in all of country music you know yeah it was a nice reminder because it's like i love leanne womack but it's not something I ever think about when I'm like, what do I want to listen to right. actively? Right. Um, and for good reason, because a lot of these songs are, whew, Ooh, man. they're a real sad heavy. song. Yeah. Real heavy. But it has made me realize that I think that I would definitely like to go experience Leanna Womack in a live setting. Yeah. Like maybe like a stripped down out. live setting. Yeah. That would rule. Yeah. That'd be good. Okay. So, um, I wanted to ask you, are there any songs that very well could have made it? Like, even if you were in a different mood on a different day? Yeah. One that I I booted off that was on there for a good while initially was um, Ashes by Now. Yeah. Yeah. That song, there's a couple things that um, that drive me away from it. Is it the intro? It's the bongos. The bongos and the, the intro. What, is there like some there's a big chimes chorus or there's something yeah. else with those bongos there's like some i don't know if it's chimes or i can't tell you exactly right now but it's uh not my favorite choice that's the only thing that really pulled me yeah away from that being on my list because i'm like this is a good song but like chorus is outstanding yeah but i just can't get it. the intro is not for me the intro and some of the, the 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 chorus background vocals i'm not crazy about either yeah i love the guitars on this though. yeah it's a cool little riff um her cover of don williams lord i hope this day is <laughs> that good. was a that was real close very, i won't very lie good. yeah very good um let me see 
I may hate myself on the which this is this is like two thousands. Mm-hmm. This is like outside of Yeah. Outside of her two thousand record. I may hate myself in the morning. Very good. Yeah. Um, twenty years and two husbands ago. Have you heard that <laughs> That's one? A good one. Yeah, That's that is a really good, good song. And then um, her cover of "Someone I Used to Know." I haven't heard Someone that. Someone I used to know. It's good. I need to hear that. Very, very good. And uh, her song with Willie Nelson, "Mendocino County Line." That's that is such an underrated song. Yeah. I love that one. Keep these photographs. I went back and watched the video the other night. It don't make a lot of sense. Mm. It's good. Yeah, it's like black and white, isn't it? For me, right? I think yeah. so. And they're like riding horses and stuff. Yep. I have these pictures. And Willie's kind of like standing on the porch, like looking out into the darkness singing. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. You sure it was that video or was that beer for my horses? <laughs> <laughs> that's where the horses come in. Yeah, that's where, that's where it is. Yeah. <laughs> it was Toby Keys riding Toby the horses. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't Lynn and Womack. That was Toby Keys. <laughs> A mistake anyone can make. <laughs> we were just talking about this before we started recording that our TK episode, the great Toby Keith episode, is one play away from joining the 100 Play Club. What are y'all doing? So, I mean, I'll, I know that a lot of people don't like modern day Toby Keith, but I love 90s Toby so yeah. much. Like he, he would be up there on some of my favorite artists from the 90s. Yeah. So if you've got a friend out there that you want to share the podcast with, <laughs> send them that episode. Let's get that one to... The 100 mark yeah if um yeah if you haven't listened to it yet you could be that man that puts him over yeah. 100 yeah. <laughs> shocking y'all shocking y'all i was thinking about that earlier today <laughs> thank god no oh. Out of all the Toby Keith media that I could be thinking of, shocking y'all. Yeah. Is I, it. I also recently revisited my opinions on um, You Shouldn't Kiss Me Like This. Yeah. And like how upset it makes me that what an amazing song it is, standalone on its own. Yeah. And then you then once you see that music video, <laughs> it's just, it takes it away, I feel like. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> It really, really upsets me. It's like I love this song so much, and then in the back of my mind, I'll think of that music video. I'm like, never mind. Maybe like I don't never know. Mind. Now I'm just uncomfortable. Like, like we need like shock therapy to yeah. like help us to forget that the video exists. Yeah, and just like somehow block it from our YouTube searches and just pretend like it don't exist. Then we can truly live with yeah. the song. Oh, something I was going to mention this too. Do you do you jam radio much? ever just like normal radio normal radio i don't i can't so you ever have any uh like maybe 90s country gyms you forgot about that'll play maybe in transit or in a store or now that is true because sometimes i will listen to on spotify just like like pre it's kind of like the same same deal like pre-mixed like playlists and stuff like that yeah and I'll kind of just like blindly pick one and hit shuffle play, yeah, and not look at the tracks and just be pleasantly surprised by some songs I forgot about. I I do do that. Um, so I'll regularly like if I'm in my truck, like the tape deck is busted. Or it's a CD player, but mm. as you, I don't have a ton of CDs. Like I got my AJ Don't Chase uh, Chasing Neon Rainbows, yeah, and um, the first B and D album. I love those, but boy, let me tell you, after so many times, like, 
Like, okay. Got to mix it up. All right, all right. Uh, so I will jam local radio a lot. There's like two stations that can get some decent country. Right, right. Um, but one that played the other day that I completely forgot about is, um, where is it at? Okay, it's by Michael Peterson. Okay. And the song is uh, Drink, Swear, Steal, and Lie. Do you remember this song? It sounds familiar. It's like the chorus is like, I want to drink from your loving cup. Swear I'll never give you up. Steal yeah. all your kisses uh, underneath the moon. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, that's, man. that is a really good song, and I haven't heard that in oh, years. Man, it's been a hot minute since I've heard drink that. Drink from your loving cup. Swear I'll never give you yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. But I was really happy. I, so I immediately, like, I couldn't, I had no clue of the, the song title or the dude's name, so I just said, mm-hmm. like, the google thing where it'll tell me what i'm listening to i'm like yes let me add this to something real quick while i'm thinking about it yeah so i can come back and enjoy this heck yeah dang like that's a good one yeah if y'all ever have any of those uh hidden gems of the 80s and 90s that you don't hear a whole lot on the radio share them with us we always want to hear them yeah absolutely and there's there is a chance that we haven't heard it Mm -hmm. not a like a huge chance i don't think but um, mm-hmm. we would love, if we have not, we would love, or if it's, if, at least if it's been a while, we would love to be reminded, yeah. you know? That was a good radio day. I had that. I had um, Garth Brooks' Wild Horses, which I hadn't heard on the radio Drag in a long, long time. That was, um, I think that was an underrated Garth Brooks song. It was really good. Because, like, like, that song, I'm pretty sure it wasn't on his, like, big ultimate hits like two cd collection or whatever that that i used to have a list to all the time that yeah. song somehow not on there but i remember that song a getting real, a ton of radio play I, I remember there for a long time as a kid for like two weeks of my life that i would have to go with my dad at like three fifteen every day to go pick up my siblings mm-hmm. from school and like clockwork like three fifteen to three sixteen every day that song would play for like Two weeks straight. Oh man! And I was like, "Yes, was this is awesome." Kudos to that man for rumming Cheyenne and Diane. <laughs> if anybody could yeah. do it, I guess it'd be Garth. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we do a Garth episode, it's. I'm just hoping that we can hold out long enough <laughs> to get his stuff on Spotify. Yeah, uh, it's not looking good, but I'm I'm still hoping. It's like, bud, come on, like. I think you're good financially. You're probably okay. You don't need exclusive deals with Amazon or Walmart anymore. Like, no. let the people enjoy your music. Like, yeah. Because Garth has so much good music. Yeah. So, so much. Like 200 years from now, your great, 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 great grandchildren will be living on Mars and they'll, they'll be fine financially from, <laughs> you know, from that summer. I went to work for that summer. So anyway, Leanne Womack, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Garth. <laughs> well, yeah, this has been this has been episode twenty four. And yeah. um as always, go go to Spotify and find these playlists. Make sure you're like following the playlist. Yeah. That way as soon as we update it. You're going to get the new songs. You're going to get these tracks dropped straight into your your phone or your computer. I don't know. Do people still use computers to listen to Spotify? I think it's uh, those mini iPods, I think, is what it is. The shuffle? Yeah. 
the ones that you could lose so easily. Yeah. That or Zunes, maybe probably that. <laughs> you get on your Zune. I had a Zune for like a week, uh-huh. and it was it was awful. I took it back and I bought an iPod <laughs> because it was awful. Like I can't do anything with this. It's just paperweight. Get it out. <laughs> but yeah, go find those playlists. Come and uh, chat with us on the socials. Yeah, find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, more recently on TikTok, where we'll upload some audio clips of the show. Yeah, yeah. Tis the uh, the season. We're gonna we're gonna be working on some some new little videos that we're kind of yeah. in the planning process. But um, yeah, for uh, for your viewing, I guess viewing pleasure, entertainment purpose, entertainment. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Either way, probably you're taking you like these losers. Like. <laughs> these guys put way too much time into this. <laughs> you can tell we're like super young and hip and with yeah. it because we, you know, we understand TikTok yeah. really well. I we promise. know what a JPEG is. <laughs> a JPEG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, find us on there. If you're not going to laugh with us, at least laugh at us. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and uh, like um, like Caleb mentioned last time. There is a way if you would like to support the show in, um, I think you can get there from Spotify. Mm -hmm. There's a select few of you guys that listen through like the Anchor app, which is, you know, what we're hosted from. And also I think in our our iTunes or whatever, Apple Podcasts description, there's a link where if you want to support the show monthly, you are free to do so. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. That's totally cool. Yeah, we don't. We still love you, and we glad you're here. And uh, to anyone that does, we man, we're so grateful for that, and appreciate you thinking that much of us to to do that for us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, more than anything, just just tell people about the show. Yeah. If it's something, if you if you have buddies that. Um, or 90s country fans, or just country music fans. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're into this new stuff. Help them out. Yeah. You know, give them some good stuff to <laughs> like, yeah. let us help them. You know, bring yeah. them to some, some good country music. And um, yeah, just tell people about the show. Tell your co workers, your friends, your mamma. Yeah. Mamma needs to know. She needs, don't let them say never again, again. Help them turn off the <laughs> rascal flags. <laughs> <laughs> What? I know there's some mammals that need to need more Randy Travis in their life than they've had in a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want Randy. They want, <laughs> they want black dog bearded Randy, yeah. you know? Don't we all? Don't we all? The holographic bearded <laughs> Randy Travis first edition. Uh, Peter Bill. <laughs> well, we usually don't, uh, I know we usually don't broadcast what's upcoming, but in mm-hmm. this case, do you think... Should we keep it a secret or should we, should we let, let the people know? Let's let the people know. Yeah. So, um, after this, our next episode will be finally the country music duo Brooks, Brooks. and Dunn. If, if you live around where we live in Southern West Virginia or the surrounding areas, you will know that Brooks and Dunn is coming to Charleston. Yes, they are. Thought it would never happen. I thought it would never, <laughs> never. happen. 
I thought we missed our chance years ago. Yeah. When they were like on their last rodeo tour, whatever it yeah. was. Yeah. I thought we I thought we missed that forever. But that's not the truth because the honky tonk truth is we're going to see Brooks and Dunn this month Woo! in Charleston, West yes. Virginia. I'm so excited. Yeah. So be on the lookout for no. that Brooks and Dunn episode. Yeah. You ain't ready. We're not ready. I'm. I don't know what to do with us. I want to pass out. We might. I just hope that I don't fall down and ruin my custom bedazzled <laughs> jean jacket that says "Hillbilly Deluxe" on the back. <laughs> no, I don't have one, but maybe now I will. Maybe now we'll go home and make that. <laughs> That's a good goal to have. Good life goal. Yeah. <laughs> Hillbilly Deluxe. Big timing in a small town. <laughs> That's what we'll be, we're going to be yeah, doing for real. Look out, Charleston. We had a conversation before we started recording with Kelsey. Like, I don't think. I mean, because obviously you're going to want to go. You know, make an evening of it. Go yeah. eat somewhere good. There will not be a steakhouse in no. within like mm. seventy miles that you can get into. So no. we're going to have to make some other plans. There'll be people waiting in line outside that day to get into the, the Longhorn and the <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Kicks might be one of them. He's a big Maybe. steak guy. We'll get there. We'll yeah. we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Well, we might burn that bridge when we Maybe. get there. I don't Maybe. know. <laughs> yeah, so needless to say, we're pretty stoked on the future here. Counting down the days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks out. I couldn't be more excited. But yeah, guys, um, I mean, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And um we we hope you never lose your sense of wonder. No, and I hope that when one door closes, another opens. Yeah. Man, I, I, I just hope that you can give faith. What's what's the word? A fighting chance. A fighting chance. I was yeah. thinking a dying chance. I was like, that sounds dark. <laughs> no. I don't know, man. I mean, if you get the choice, though, just sit it out or dance. Well, we would, uh, we'd hope you dance. <laughs> we hope you dance. dance. <laughs> and not come after us for not including that in our dog tracks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've heard that song I don't know how many times, but not a terrible song. No, great song. It's just uh there's a lot that she has to offer and people need to know about yeah. those other tracks too. <laughs> I hope you did. Well, we we love you guys and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Get ready. See you in a couple of weeks. Boot scooting. <laughs> Love y'all.